This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today I've got a little bit of a interesting story, um, an unfortunate story, but one that needs to be shared. And in this case, maybe not just for you, but maybe a little bit for me. So I appreciate you taking a listen, and I do hope that you find value in the message that we come to, because this podcast is right after, I guess we'll call it my mindfulness training. See, as I'm recording, it's 5.30 in the morning, and I've been at work for about half an hour here. And I'm putting together a program for business owners that wouldn't traditionally have the upfront capital for some of my more full stack services. Um, I want to be able to help people to be successful. And, you know, there's many different levels to that. So I'm in the middle of trying to put together some information for business owners and I'm coming up against a mental block. You see, I'm going through the feedback that I've received for what small business owners are dealing with, specifically in the trades and medical and in some manufacturing roles. And It comes back a lot to my stepdad and how his business was run. What I saw as a kid where he almost drank himself to death. He would be at the dining room table for hours going through quotes, blueprints, and have his brandy right next to him. And I didn't realize that it got to the point that he was also doing that at work. He was building multi-million dollar houses with a bottle of E&J brandy in his center console. And it was interesting to me because I was a teenager at the time that he was doing as good work as he was in those situations. You know, I didn't have the perspective to come back and talk about coping mechanisms or see if there were systems, processes I could help with. And there's been, I don't know if I'd call it shame or guilt, But regret, I think, is a good word for it because I had a feeling that I knew, even back then, that there was a better way, which is amazingly ironic because when my business started to fail and I had too much month at the end of my money and I... I couldn't delegate in my first business. I did the same thing. 
So maybe that's nature versus nurture. I don't know. But I went down the same path he did. And I got the same results he did. It's rather interesting in hindsight. And I don't understand what I didn't know at the time. See, my dad, not stepdad, there's two here. He's a great mechanic. He was very talented at what he did. Wasn't a great businessman. Would give customers their cars back without paying because they needed their cars. And at 17, I worked with him. Figured it'd be useful to know how to work in my own cars. And he would have me change out the alternator on... I remember there was this one Ford Taurus. He's like, hey, go change the alternator on that thing. And I'll be damned if I even knew what an alternator looked like. I'd never look inside an engine bay well he tried to work on his computer and make phone calls and do things that he wasn't as gifted at as he was the actual work on the car and I remember thinking we're we're in the we're in the exact opposite spots that we should be in because he would give those cars back because, oh, well, they really needed to get to work. Well, you'd really need to get paid. You can't let somebody leave without paying for their car. That's just wild. But he would. And that's one of the reasons he failed at business. But I knew then that there was a better option as well. Which... Brings me back to my stepdad. So, pivoting around parents today, don't mind me. You know, Marcel finally got his drinking situation put together because I think he was about to die. And that changes things, obviously, when you're so bad that you you don't have the ability to function. And he got to that point around the time that I became, um, what's the fancy word? I mean, my mom didn't speak for about a decade. But around that time, he started to clean up. And I was very proud of him for that. Which takes us to how this week went and why this has all been, I suppose, ruminating uh, below the surface for me. See, my wife had some health scare earlier this week and we ended up at the ER. And while we were there, there were, over the course of the 10 hours we were there probably 20 ambulances but towards the earlier part so we got there a little bit before lunchtime we left um about 10 30 at night but during the afternoon there there's there's a few ambulances coming in it was a busy time for the emergency department it was also a busy time on the 
what I will call non-emergent side. Um, the town that I live in, a lot of people use the ER as their uh, primary care, urgent care. Um, that'll be a topic for another podcast, not this one. But while we were there, somebody was brought in and ended up uh, passing away. And the guy's name was Adao Nogueira, and he was only 53. And I bring that up because I think I understand where the trigger is after a couple of days. While we were sitting in the waiting room, we saw his friends come in. We saw his wife come in. Pretty sure we saw a daughter. And I don't know if it was a son or some other people rush into the emergency room. And then they were there as what I'm understanding is that's when they pronounced him. And we got to hear the grief and agony that goes along with that. Myself, I'm no stranger to that particular situation, unfortunately. But it's it's a unique cataclysm when that pain, that just soul-wrenching pain of the loss of your partner happens. And one of the things that I've been working on personally is being able to express myself, not in the same way, I haven't had anybody like that pass, but to be able to be open with the way that I give emotion. You know, I do it pretty well with my kids, but it's been a struggle for me to be that open with everybody. There's a protective shell that many people have, but I'm trying to work through. And it's interesting that this situation made me start to think about that again. Because we, as a society, have gone through what on paper and what in the media was a lot of death didn't really bug me because I look at the statistics and I understand the facts behind the situations. For this guy, had a heart attack and then drowned. Heart attacks are pretty hard to come back from. It's a lot worse when you're in the water when it happens. And I just think about what could have been. A life vest, for example, would make it so that the EMTs were only dealing with a heart attack, not a heart attack plus drowning. Um, you know, and I'm not 
victim shaming in this case. It's just, I'm compelled to look at what could have been done differently because I wonder the same thing about my dad and my stepdad. What were the things that could have been done to help them with a different outcome? My brain is a systems and operations based machine. It tries to bring order to things. And when I grew up, I grew up with a distinct lack of order in my life between, you know, various custody arrangements, splitting time between two families, essentially. And never having that feeling of home base, if you understand what I mean. I've always been trying to fix things, trying to figure out how things work so that I can make things better. And even as a young kid, I took the internalized pain, confusion, and everything else, and I poured into others to help fix their situations. Because at the time, I didn't have the understanding, going back to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I I didn't understand that I was at a red, you know, the basic level. I didn't have the comprehension of where I fell in the universe. But I knew that I could fix other people's problems and that felt good. So I would help other people so that they didn't have the same pain I did. This is going back to when I was a kid in the 80s. I used my natural abilities my intelligence, whatever have you, to find solutions for other people's problems. What I've been working on is understanding that that is empathy. And a lot of the time, I don't have... I suppose I'll say the the grace to... Acknowledge in myself the empathy that I feel, but then be able to express it properly. And it's been an issue my entire life, whether it was at Christmas, getting presents, showing love, affection, gratitude, all of those things was hard because at such a young age I was in protection mode similar to your car, your computer, your phone I tamped down so many things that I got to a point that maybe you've been to yourself where you're inside the safe shell of protectionism and You feel comfortable inside of that shell 
but it ends up being a prison. And that manifests itself in many different ways. And I don't know if that's what happened this week with this uh, man that died. Yeah, my wife was pretty upset about it. To me, it was kind of unfortunate. But I don't know if it's that I've seen more death or what what it might be. But I felt a lot of the same stirrings. I just didn't have the same emotive response. And one of the things that I see more and more with masculinity nowadays, and don't please don't at with the toxic masculinity. We don't have a toxic masculinity problem because we don't have enough men in this country. But that's a different podcast. But it's healthy for men to be able to express themselves. It doesn't make you weaker. It makes you stronger because you're fully able to exist inside of yourself. And it might sound a little bit self-serving to be talking about oneself when somebody had passed away. But at the end of the day, you're responsible for your vessel. Poor choice of words for a boating accident, I grant you. But for your being, yourself, your entity, whatever the word you want to use is, you're responsible for optimizing that thing. Just like you're responsible for optimizing your business. And in both of those cases, if you can't do it, you hire somebody, whether it's a personal trainer, a coach, therapist, whatever it is, you hire them to help you grow and push through some of these things. So I don't know how that applies to the man that passed. There isn't much that can be said about that situation. It's terrible. But Going forward, we can understand a little bit more about ourselves. We can do the work to make sure that we fully express ourselves to the people that we love and care about. We can make sure that we're operating our businesses at a very high level. And something that I've talked about before, we can make sure that we have proper contingencies put in place. You know what? That's it. That that's what's that's where my trigger came from on this. I just figured it out midstream, so stay with me. My stepdad had hundreds of thousands of dollars in business debts when he died, and he only had a hundred thousand dollars in life insurance. That is the inverse of the way that that should work, and it was easily rectifiable. It'd be prudent to do that. It takes a little bit of planning, 
me being a registered financial advisor, I understand what that plan looks like. But the only thing worse than dying unexpectedly is dying unexpectedly and not having a plan for it. Whether it's life insurance, 529 plans, whether it's a succession plan, key life policies, there are simple things that you could do right now that don't cost a lot of money. Matter of fact, a lot of them are tax deductible that will put your family in a much better place in case you have a sudden accident. And that's something that I have a very high excess of, actually. Um, I've overinsured myself quite a bit because there's a standard of care I want for my wife and kids that if I'm gone, I want to ensure is taken care of. So in your life right now, if you don't have the insurance policies, the key life policies for your business, if you don't have assets that will meet all of the obligations for the next 50 years for your family, take the time and make a plan. Now, I don't personally write life insurance policies. Uh, I've got the license. I know how to do it. Um, it's just not a part of my path right now, but I'm happy to make a referral to people that understand full spectrum legacy planning. It's a very key piece and my stepdad hadn't done that. And because he didn't have the operation systems in place inside of his business and he was still engaged on a daily basis. His company failed and all of his assets got sold at yard sale prices. And it's a shame because that family legacy was lost. And it's one of the drivers behind my process and why I try to make sure other people don't have that situation. So you've made it. This is uh, one of my longer episodes from recent times. I appreciate you being around for the path here. And I hope that it helped you gain clarity. I decided to do this process live so that you could get a little bit of a better understanding how my mind works and find some takeaways for what your process might look like. For being honest, a lot of Today's episode is for me to help process that. But what I found is so many times you're not the only one that's going through something. And if you can share how you get through that process, it can be very valuable to other people. So if you found value, please do me a favor. Sounds a little bit silly at the end of this episode because it's, not the intent, but if you found value, please leave a review. You know, whether it be stars on Spotify and Amazon or stars and words on iTunes, leave a review, please. Let me know what you thought the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, I don't care if it's a one star or five star, it's all good. 
My website is up and running again. Still a bit of a beta mode. Um, going back to my Lean 6 training, it's a minimum viable product at this point. But I actually tell the story about my stepdad, Marcel, and a lot of what we talked about today, as well as some pieces and parts that might be useful to you if you happen to be running a business. The website's name is growwithdelta.com. Again, that's growwithdelta.com. If you want to keep up with me, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Mike Demo, Facebook, Mike Demo. Uh, Don't really do much on Instagram anymore. Um, It's not really the place that I go for that stuff. But I appreciate your time today, and I hope you found something valuable.